is Ketchel Kirkham with Looking Up, a few minutes at the end of the week to think about astronomical things. On the 18th of February, the rover Perseverance landed successfully on Mars in Jezero Crater after being launched last year in July. Its mission is to examine samples of the Martian soil and rocks for signs of ancient life and to take samples for a future mission which will pick them up and return them to Earth for more detailed analysis. One of the objects in the category of cool tools which Perseverance has about itself is a helicopter or small drone which is scheduled to fly away from the rover and take a look around. The helicopter is a technology demonstrator with a planned test flight duration of up to 31 Earth days or 30 Martian days or Sols as they're known as. The rover will provide support during flight operations, taking images, collecting environmental data and hosting the base station that enables the helicopter to communicate with mission controllers here on Earth. Some listeners may have strolled over to the NASA website and gasped with astonishment at the detail in the images already sent to Earth. But more than this, you can watch online as the helicopter takes off and moses around Jezero Crater. To find out how, consult your nearest internet. Never before in the history of human endeavour has such a thing taken place. And this is going to happen towards the end of the month, but no firm date has been published yet. The helicopter has a name, of course, it's called Ingenuity, and NASA really knows how to make public its awe-inspiring technical prize, which is great for the rest of us as we get to bask in reflected glory from their cleverness in being able to land a rover on a distant planet and get it to send off a drone to film what's going on around it. Of course, this won't be exactly in real time, not that anything is technically speaking. The signal has to travel millions of kilometres across space. The distance between Earth and Mars changes constantly because the two planets travel around the Sun at different speeds and the average distance between them is 225 million kilometres. At the shortest distance between the planets it takes less than half an hour for the signal to get picked up on Earth by one of the radio dishes in Spain, Australia or California to then forward to NASA. And this signal comes via one of the two NASA satellites orbiting Mars. I think there are three NASA satellites in orbit around Mars at the moment and another half a dozen functioning satellites from other countries. It's mainly the Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter which picks up the signal and retransmits it to Earth. The reason the rover can't send the images directly is that you need a fair bit of energy to do so and the orbiting satellites have more of that from their larger solar panels in space. At least that's one good reason. There are many more. The Mars Reconnaissance Orbiter was launched in 2005 and of course designed years before so NASA has been incubating long-term plans to do this kind of thing. The fastest time it takes for a high-resolution colour image to arrive at NASA from the moment it's snapped by the rover is about 30 minutes but it can take just several hours. It would also take you several hours to view the 20,000 or so images from Perseverance already mounted on NASA's website. It's not only images that you can experience from Mars, but also sounds. NASA has shared two examples. In one, the mechanical noises of the rover itself can be heard, and in the other recording, these have been removed. The recorded noises may seem anticlimactic, which is why I'm not reproducing them here on this radio show, but they are actually evidence of how sound behaves differently in the Martian atmosphere compared to our own here on Earth. Sound travels through air as waves of pressure. On Mars, the atmosphere is less dense, colder and more composed of carbon dioxide than Earth's and as a result, sounds are lower 
in both tone and volume, and the speed of sound is actually slower. Well, if you really want to experience Mars for yourself, I suggest you take off to the Cedarbergs or the Karoo, which resemble the surface of Mars. While you're there, if it's a Saturday and not close to a full moon, you could pop into the Cedarberg Observatory and have a look at the red planet through a telescope and bring the planet even closer to your senses. What you see through a telescope is a pinkish red disk and if you look really close, you get to see the Martians looking back at us through their weird trinoculars. For now, this is Ketchel Kirkham wishing us clear skies. FMR.